You're listening to No One Point Perspective. I'm Sophia Reiko, and I have conversations with other creatives to explore what it means to be an artist today. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the episode. Okay, so before the actual episode starts, I wanted to get on here, get my little microphone out, and talk about why I'm doing this, because this is the first episode, and I have no idea where this is going at all. This podcast is a side project for me, and it's basically acting as a a way of exploring the world. I... I want to explore large ideas with with other creative people. Um, maybe not all creative people. I don't know yet. But I want to talk about art things because I'm in art school and I'm an artist and I like making things and I like to look at what other people make. <laughs> and <laughs> that is my life. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, I think there's so much to frickin' talk about within the art world, so why not facilitate these conversations in a way that I can share them with others as well? I think that having conversations with other people is, is one of the most valuable ways to learn things, and I'm excited to learn, I'm excited to further develop ideas that I already have about things, or change my mind about things. I, I want to be wrong a lot. Um, because that's how you learn. And that's how you grow. So that that's my goal. It's an act of exploration. That's what this is for me. Um, I'm really excited to just connect with other people as well. It'll, it'll be really, really good for my community. And for myself to to execute on this which I did so I'm doing the thing that's all that matters and uh yeah (laughs) that's all I have to say um I'm really excited because I I know myself and I am chaotic and I'm disorganized as far as my the thoughts that sit inside my brain they're not sitting they're moving around and I can't keep track of them so it's going to be pretty crazy all over the place and spontaneous, but that's how I like it. So I'm really excited to see what's to come. I'm excited to have more conversations and I encourage everybody to have more conversations because that is that is like the best thing ever. Anyways, yeah, I hope you enjoy it and yay. Okay, enjoy the episode. <laughs> guests with me. They're all other students at Colorado State University, other art students. Uh, That is where we all met, (laughs) and we cannot take ourselves seriously doing this because of that. So why don't you guys just say your full name, your your major, because they vary. Uh, I'm Zoe Coates, and my major is Integrated Visual Studies. I'm Tara Coughlin, and my major is graphic design. I'm Abby Scherter, and my major is currently art history. Yeah, so we've got a big range of different art majors. 
all at the same school, but we're taking the same classes, so that's where we all met. And we're going to be talking about art school today. So kicking it off, though, first, I want to talk about ideas for the podcast name, <laughs> because I have no idea, and if you're listening to this, you've already heard the podcast name. Obviously, yes, which doesn't make titles. sense. Yes, because I'll probably say it before the, the episode starts, and they'll read it on the website. So it's a little silly, but uh, do you guys have any ideas? I've got <laughs> some good ones for you. Okay, list them off. Give them to me. Okay, we got creative conversations, Ooh. painted perspectives, Ooh. studio shenanigans. And colorful commentary. So I like colorful commentary. These are actually really good. Right. Thank you. Pop off thing. Yeah. Thank you. I, I kind of. No. <laughs> did you steal them from you the internet? The internet? <laughs> <laughs> no, you okay. didn't. AI generator. I typed in no, art. Did it. Podcast. You did not just generate an art podcast name with AI. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> god. That is so proud of you. I thought you came up with the fire cell. No. That. Well, we're off That's to why a they great, were so good. Start. Damn, that's like a Boom. paradox. See, <laughs> two. I was thinking of the paradox. Sure. Oh, oh sure. You. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't know if that. I believe you. Anyways, back on topic. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about because we're all first year students. We all just right. finished our first year of art school, which is super exciting. Almost. We're in the midst of finals. Yes. <laughs> in the in the hell week. Uh, but we're pretty much done. So in light of that, I wanted to talk about art school and reflect on it a little bit and just think about, is art school worth it? What, like, what are we thinking about it? For Maybe for people that don't know anything about art school. And I know there's a lot of misconceptions about it too that I kind of want to talk about. Um, so first of all, what was your first impression of art school, like what did you think you were getting into before you started? When I first saw the building at CSU, I was like, this is kind of janky. I'm not <laughs> sure how I feel about it. It's this like concrete structure. It's not super pretty, um, but the art department does a really good job of trying to spice it up a little bit. So that gave me hope. And then just like, like once I toured the school and learned more about like the heart behind the art program and like what they really want us to get out of it, um, I think I became much more invested and it wasn't just, you know, about the slightly ugly building that we're in. Mm. Uh, so yeah. The building is really ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I was gypped because I thought the building was the design center that's oh. all spiffy oh. and new. Oh, like on the other side of campus. The one that's like, like right yeah, behind this right building. The Nancy Richardson oh, that design. One, the one, yeah. That yeah. one's nice. So that's what I was yeah. like, ooh, <laughs> Art we're going to get a nice building. Yeah. Not so much. I saw it, and then Google Maps GPS took me here. So, yeah. Like, yeah. I couldn't even enter the building when I visited, because I came in on a weekend, and I feel like the inside is more interesting than the outside. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's it's, for sure. You know, for the, I mean, they're trying. They have murals going up. Yeah, they're, they're doing adding two more. So. Yeah. And the sculptures are pretty cool. There's I like, like a metal knight sculpture that's pretty awesome. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so weird, though. It's in the dark. It's like a scary. We're back there in the dark. This place <laughs> is ten times scarier and weirder at night, according to Terrence. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
That's just because yeah. you're, you're not friends with the dark. No. No. Good, the dark so. is my enemy. Yeah. Clearly. Clearly. They do not vibe. <laughs> um, so, when did you guys think that, like, as far as things you would be learning about in art school? Art school? Because I know that when I thought of art school, I was like, oh, I'm coming into... I'm gonna come in and do like a painting studio and everybody's gonna have their easels and like there's big white walls and like natural lighting and I was like that's like the picture I had in my head mm -hmm. and I guess I thought it would entirely be like technical skills mm -hmm. that you're learning so did you, you guys have like a specific thing you thought it would be in that sense um no I didn't necessarily think of it that way I didn't even realize I was going to be taking, like, art classes, like, the foundation ones. I thought it was going to be, like, actual sub-geared towards graphic design. <laughs> like, yeah, it's helpful, but, like, I don't yeah. even know if I like graphic design yet, because I don't yeah. take those till next year. Right. Yeah, that's the thing, too, because we're all speaking on this as first years, and we've only taken the foundations classes so far, and we haven't even gotten into our specific majors yet. I have not taken a single photography class yet. Um, yeah. I was very similar to you coming in. I was like, I'm going to learn how to paint like a perfect line or like learn yeah. how to use like, you know, Premiere and Photoshop, which we did learn. But uh, I think it was definitely a lot more conceptual focus. And like going in, I was like, how are they going to grade us on art? Like, it seems so ambiguous. Like, do they just, oh, I don't like it. You get a bad grade. But it's actually like very precise, like the way they grade things, the way they evaluate like the technical concept and how you communicate that concept. Um, so it's a lot more about what goes into the art, the process and communicating an idea effectively. Yeah, the grading. That's something that everybody comments on when they talk about art school especially non-art students, they're like, how do you even grade a painting? How do you how do you give someone a grade for art? Because it could be, you could argue that it's really good when it's terrible. Uh, that's also something I didn't understand at all going into it. Uh, but now I do understand better. The, the, it's pretty much about the amount of work you put in. The, the end product does matter, but it's more about process and doing, completing all the steps that the professor wanted you to complete, like material studies. I didn't, I don't know, I, before going to art school, I didn't know what a material study was. Like I got that you would like sketch things out before starting a final project and do some preparation, but you do so much pre preparation here and that's like a large part of your grade. Um, I had a professor last semester, and I think, like, a really good art professor, like, knows what to look for and will grade you in a really helpful way. Um, so my professor last semester really, like, nailed every time when I added something that I didn't need to. Like, I put the dot in the middle of the artwork because I was like, it looks nice, it makes it look pretty, whatever. I felt like I needed it. And she was like, why did you put the dot? There was no need for the dot. And it was it was really impressive. She Every time I added something extra, she nailed it. And so... Just figuring out, like, what are those extra things that you don't really need? Like, what is the bare minimum that you can have to communicate an idea? That was well said. Yeah. The professors are, are so much better than I expected at grading things. They, they know what to look for, obviously, because they have so much experience with this. But mm -hmm. on the, another note, sometimes your professors can be really nitpicky. <laughs> and, yes. uh, you know, everybody has bias, but sometimes... 
professors will not like something because they have bias and then it ends up affecting your grade. Other times that doesn't happen, but like I think that's the way it goes for any study, any field of study, so. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't come across it too much, but like I think it's important not to compare. Like you can't compare students. You know, you have to go based off of what, you know, their skill or, you know, how they, you know, go about things. Because that's just harmful to everybody, you know. So, thankfully, I haven't come across it so much. Um, it happened, like, once last semester to someone in my class. But I think it's unfair. So, I think the teachers have done a good job not comparing the students, you know. Yeah, I agree. I think, yeah. Like, during critiques, like, mm. when you're looking at someone's art, it's like, the whole focus is on that art piece and it's just separated completely from everybody else's. Mm -hmm. And people will make completely different things in classes, even at varying skill levels, especially in foundations. Mm. Like some people don't have experience with 3D art, like myself, <laughs> and then you go into that class, but then you get graded uh, in your own world, like based on, like they take into account that you don't have very much experience with that, mm. and but they know you put in a lot of effort and they know what the information you had going into it. Um, and that yeah. was one of the things I was really worried about coming in is because my high school didn't offer any art classes. And so I did it on the side only that I did not take any art in high school. And so I was like, what if I'm like way behind everyone else? Like, what yeah. if I can't do this? And so coming in, it wasn't like, I didn't feel like I was constantly being compared. And I felt like, like my self-taught skills were worth something and they were valuable here in this art department and that I could build on them from what I already had. Yeah. Yeah. I think like the way that I saw art changed as I came into school too. Like my approach to art, like I think as an artist I was comparing myself to a lot of people before coming to art school, you know, like there's that like Pinterest idea <laughs> of what it means to be a good artist and that's just not the case, but that's something you learn when you go to art school. Mm -hmm. And that brings me to my next question. How would you define art? That's really a large question. I know that this question was asked to Marius in his like art talk, and he just laughed at the person that <laughs> asked the question. Um, Marius is a painting professor here at CSU. Super smart man. Um, yeah, do you guys have any ideas about how you would define art? I know that's a massive question. I mean, I don't know, because I'm thinking about it in terms of, like, the meaning behind the art, kind of. Like, if it has a meaning, I guess it could somewhat be considered art. But at the same time, I struggle with that, of, like, I don't think all art needs to have a meaning, so, like, I'm not entirely sure how to define what all is art. Yeah. I don't think you can define art, actually. I think it's undefinable. <laughs> actually, that was a trick question. You can't define art. How would you define art? It's undefinable, so deal with it. Yeah. yeah. I think my idea of art has changed since I've gotten here. Like, I think because we were only coming from, like, our high school, or, or if, you know, you didn't have any... Um, 
are kind of like stereotypical what we think art is, you know. And so once I've gotten here, or since I've been here, I've like been introduced to a much broader scale of art, you know, all these different things, you know, um, like performance art or, you know, like even music or theater, like they're all one kind of subsection of art. Um, so I think that it's at least brought into what my idea of art is, but I don't know if, like we said, it's undefinable, so it's hard to change like what I consider art because it's, it's quite subjective mm -hmm. a lot of the time. And taking art history classes has really kind of really opened up what art is because mm -hmm. like where does art intersect with craft? Where is this like old pottery? Like is it art because it's old? Is it art because it has a function? Like what, why do we call that art? And then like learning about it. And we also talked about like the Dada art movement, which was like the whole point was like anything can be art. So like why are we putting it into these boxes? Yeah, that yeah. reminds me of the Dutch Republic, like the, the hierarchy of, uh, mediums or yeah, yeah. like landscape painting wasn't even considered art because it's straight up copying but today I think when people think of art that's like the stereotypical thing you think of is like landscape painting but now I'm thinking about it and I'm like would I consider landscape painting art like I know for myself like I have done landscape painting but that's like the least creative thing I've ever done as an artist and so, does art have to be creative right I know it, it has We're spiraling. <laughs> <laughs> it has so much more to do with context than I expected. That's something I did not know in high school. Like I took AP art, and I did well in it because I practiced a lot and was good at like drawing and painting. But like the context matters so much that you could make a really good drawing, and it doesn't even matter, mm. and it's not really creative. Um, so yeah, where the line lies between craft and art is a massive, massive topic that I want to explore more on the podcast. <laughs> so this is good to talk about. Um, yeah. It definitely has changed since high school, for sure. Definitely. Um, and thanks to my professors, probably, like, 135 completely changed the way I thought about art. Actually, like, all of the Foundations classes, because... What's cool about CSU's program is that you learn how to think like an artist the first two years, one to two years with your foundations classes. Um, so you're just put into situations where you have to problem solve and it doesn't matter if you're good at drawing or good at sculpting or whatever, but if you make something with purpose, then you've made something really successful, mm. if that makes sense. So that's how I yeah. would sort of start to define art is if you, if you have intention with something, and your intention could be to not have intention, too. <laughs> that's where I would stand on it right now, I guess. I think anyone can have intention. That doesn't make it good. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. Yeah, like, what separates having intention as, like, a college student, art student, and, like, a professional who makes millions of dollars? But that's also very different, because... Consumerism. <laughs> like how, like, uh, Annika, is that her name? Yeah, she made the piece about, um, uh, like mocking high fashion. Mocking high fashion. She made a wearable piece that, and she talked about in critique, if this was in a big fashion show, everyone would 
praise it and say it's so creative and, and brilliant, but because that she's just an art student in Colorado, it's it's just another like mm -hmm. thing. Um, yeah. So moving on from that, uh, why might art school be worth it for anybody considering going to art school? Are there skills you are finding value in? learning? Are there experience, experiences you're valuing? Or, yeah, like, what, what do you guys think? I mean, for CSU, which isn't, like, just an art school, it has, like, an art department with it, so it's hard to say, you know, um, but, like, going to college as, like, a general thing is very, has been very influential to like broadening and giving um, you as like a student more opportunities because like like we've kind of talked about we kind of not a close-minded but close because of you know how we grow up and how we're exposed to art have a certain idea of what things need to be or can be so like art school has been very or art at CSU has been very kind of helpful to like you said learn how to think like an artist, maybe not so much like skill-wise, although you're opened up to that as well, because I don't, like personally, I'm not a digital art person. I have never gotten along with that stuff, but like I've been kind of forced into it so you can, you know, um, learn your way to navigate that a little bit and even like seeing how you can implement different mediums together. So I think it's been beneficial and how I've started to think about like, maybe even careers. Well, like a lot of us are talking about like, oh, I did this major because it's going to help down the road. But, you know, I think a lot of the teachers are trying to help us get out of that and just think about like what you enjoy think about, you know, um, the kind of secular stuff like that so much, not so much the like broader picture, picture of how to get money, which is important, but you know. Mm -hmm. It's important to know that we are coming from a perspective where we are at a larger university in the art department there are people that go to art schools where it's just the art school and you're, right. you have to stick to that but we could switch majors if we wanted to but at the same time the art department here is like its own little world and its own little bubble yes and Zoe you are a double major you're an art major and a business major so do you want to yeah. Talk a little bit about what that is like. <laughs> um, so for me, I'm a very practical person, um, which is hard, not a necessarily a great thing going into art, but I'm, I'm working on it. Uh, and so I wanted to study art and do something that I enjoy, but I also wanted to have other opportunities. Um, and so I thought business would be a good pairing for that, um, which, you know, might be me taking the easy way out and not dedicating my whole life to art, but I'm not sure art is what I want to do forever. Uh, but I think an art education is really valuable because it intersects with so many other areas of life. Uh, and so, like, no matter what I end up doing, like, learning how to think like an artist and learning how to communicate ideas is really valuable no matter what you do. Um, and I think it's a really good way of educating people and something that not a lot of the STEM majors or business majors, like, get. Um, and so, it, yeah, it just really forces you to think in a different way. Um, and I think that's worth it for me. I think it's so valuable to be more in a, interdisciplinary. Like, I feel like I find myself wishing more art students would take non-art classes and more non-art students would take art classes. Um, 
because you really do get the best of both worlds. I'm an art major with a philosophy minor, and like so far, learning a different subject alongside art, the way that it informs the art is such an interesting thing. Yeah. Um, but also, like the business aspect, so much of being an artist is being uh, an entrepreneur, right. and that's the my biggest like concern about art school is that they mm. don't really get into that. I wish that they had art business classes. Mm. Yeah. That would be really helpful. That would be awesome. Really helpful. Super awesome. And you can ask your professors about it, and you'll have art talks where your professors will talk about how they manage to navigate their career. But that is something they really do leave out. Yeah, we have some professors who are really, like, loving what they're doing, and some who I think are a little bit discouraged of, like, it's going to be hard, and, like, living your entire life for art is not going to be easy. It's a lot of networking, that kind of stuff. Yeah, Um, networking. I feel like marketing yourself yeah. and networking and all of those business skills are things you also need as an artist and you can't forget about it or else I don't I don't know if you'll be able to do anything with your art. It's like the art is the core of it but there's a bunch of skills around it that you have to gain and art school doesn't do that. So it's I think it's good to be studying multiple things at one time. Mm-hmm. Just that's my opinion. Um, I do appreciate that CSU offers the major that I'm in, the Integrated Visual Studies, because it's designed for people with two majors, so sometimes we'll get, like, an art major and a political science major, or, like, you can pretty much do whatever you want, Um, and then, like, the capstone project for that is pretty much, like, tying your two majors together and doing an art project that relates to your other major, and so I think that's really helpful in that they help you tie those together. Yeah, definitely. And you guys, you're, you came in as an art history major. Why did you, why did you choose art history? And uh, are you, did you say you're considering switching it? I am considering switching it, yeah. Um, I don't know. I knew, like, I think the, not like as an insult, but like generally a lot of people go into graphic design because it leaves open a lot of opportunities. But for me, again, like I said, I have, like, a hate relationship with digital art. I just don't get along with it. I'm not good at it. Um, So I wanted to do something else. Um, And, like, for me, with, like, coming out of high school, I knew I loved art. I knew I wanted it in my life. I knew I didn't want to have a desk job. Um, So I was like, how can I practically maybe move forward and, like, have it in my life but not, like, only depending on, like, myself making art. So I was, like, well, I would really, I was considering, like, maybe jobs, you know, and I was, like, I would really enjoy being, like, a curator, helping other people get going maybe um, and doing, you know, my art on the side. And I thought that an art history major would be the most beneficial for that. That way I'm, like, well known and like past stuff to maybe help me with current stuff but now after taking foundations and just enjoying and going through like courses with a whole different thing where you have to break down stuff by studies and um just really push yourself I've really started to enjoy 3d art um honestly I'm like glowing when I'm working on stuff so you know I'm considering um going towards sculpture but you know the path is still 
unknown mm-hmm. as philosophical as that <laughs> sounds. Um, so and it's good to be in a place where you have adults to look up to your professors that will tell you actually you can make a career out right. of art which is all, they all are so passionate about that they feel so strongly and mm-hmm. it's true like i think everywhere else everybody's telling you uh can you really make money off of art like mm-hmm. that's not really possible and even people in the art program will say that yeah. but uh it's good to have people to look up to that have actually made it right um, yeah and I also really enjoy the like getting you get to art school and then you get exposed to so much art as obvious as that sounds like your professors will show you other artists that they admire and you get to see your peers work and it's just such an inspirational setting to to be surrounded by art and I was never in high school or earlier looking at art like that I was never viewing art. Like, you know, you go to art galleries in your life, but you don't really Yeah. You don't approach it the same way. Either. You don't always know what to look for as well. Yeah. Right. And that's a skill that I think art school has given me that is major, like looking at art and being able to internalize it and analyze it Mm -hmm. is a huge skill that this program program has given me. Um and critiquing, like, being able to comment on art, like, you can talk about art now, like, I don't think I could do that before, but now I have a little something, Mm -hmm. because I've heard other people talk about art, and you get to practice during critiques, and, and collaborate, and, (laughs) and, uh, yeah, yeah, are there other skills you guys are thinking you've gained since being here? I don't know, maybe, like, a new found, and I don't know if this is with everybody, but like a newfound sense of confidence, you know, to like be able to advocate for yourself, because um, it's something that you made that you're responsible for, so you have to kind of stick up for what you know you made and explain yourself and deal with. If you weren't, you know, if you weren't intentional with something when you should have been, you know, to kind of fess up to it and taking critique, like as much, I feel like as maybe it's a controversial opinion that people don't like critique. I've, I've always kind of liked critique because not only do I get to see my peers' work, which is exciting because they're putting in just as much effort and we're all given the same assignment, but we all come out with so many different things. But also you're, you're getting, hopefully most of the time, you're getting good advice on how to move forward. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> um, and then, you know, or how to give advice, you know, because people see things like um, in critique, you know, I'll like see something, I might not say it, and then someone else speaks up and they see it. And then I'm like, oh, okay, well, if they're seeing that, then, you know, I have that more confidence to kind of speak up because I'm like, there's bound that other people, you know. And I don't know if that's an art school thing or a college thing or just a growing up thing. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been beneficial to me, yeah. for sure. So. Yeah, like before, you're never really... I mean, you could have put yourself in this situation where you have to uh, put your art in front of other people's eyes. Like, art school is a great, great opportunity to do that a whole bunch. And yeah. you put stuff in front of people's eyes that you hate and or stuff that you're really confident in. Mm. Uh, and you get feedback, and it's amazing. Super helpful. Um, we're running out of time. 
but is there any like motivational advice you have for anybody to wrap this up like what type of mindset should you have if you're gonna be in art school like attitude wise I think just being willing to try stuff like there's so many resources there's so many opportunities and you need to be able to get out of your comfort zone and try everything and because you might discover you really like something that you never thought you would have right fail fabulously yes <laughs> as a certain professor would say yeah fail fabulously I think that's the whole thing you just have to throw your throw yourself at everything and like hope that you did something right hope that something sticks yeah yeah and uh it's literally all about failure I think that's the point you just like what did one of my professors said like you didn't come here to make good art you came here to fail at art you came here to fail at everything so you should come here knowing that you're gonna make a horrible (laughs) terrible art um and but you'll grow you'll you'll learn (laughs) yeah it'll be so good yeah 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 uh it's about growing and and then you come out of it and you're like okay i'm glad i know that i don't like that now (laughs) but it's really it's really helpful but then you're also going to make stuff that you really really like and then like like abby you might pursue it like 3d art right (laughs) we'll see (laughs) like oh I, i really really like that and then you stick with it and you found something really special and then you can make big things happen with that so any any last final thoughts I feel like we jumped around a lot but yeah um, I guess the big most important thing that annoys me about non-art majors like they they don't understand what art school is Mm -hmm. it annoys me so much they they don't a lot of people think we have it so easy yes like i'm just as stressed too like i I can relate to that i actually heard someone say like they switched majors from a stem major to an art major and the art major was a lot harder just because of the amount of time you put into it. Right. You can't get away with, like, like you can write a paper in a night and, you know, get a... Can't whatever. use chat GPT for your painting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you have to turn it in in a physical format. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely about the time you put in. Like, they don't realize how much time we put in. Not mm-hmm. to, like, pump my own mm-hmm. whatever that saying it but to my own heart yes thank you i was like pump brakes but that's 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 not the right one anyways to my horn but like we put in a lot of time you know like i was talking to um someone who he was like a business major not to hate on business majors but this particular person was like oh yeah i finished all my stuff and i was like well like i have to go to the out to the, oh my gosh <laughs> to the studio for like four hours tonight and he's like oh and I was like uh-huh and so I think that was honestly a shock to him because mm-hmm. I mean you can't just whip out a, a painting and so, you know someone was like, time. sorry someone was like uh, oh it'd be so fun to take a painting class mm-hmm. on the side and I'm like are you ready for eight hours a week <laughs> yeah yeah 
Well, like, I feel like so many STEM majors think we're not, like, smart enough to be in STEM, and that's why too. we're in art, and they're like, like, I've had friends say, like, like, I'll say something, like, oh, I trust this other person because they're a STEM major, they would know better, like, why? The biggest thing is that art is so much more intellectual than people think, there's so much logic involved, and mm. I, I think that's the biggest misconception, like, oh, you're just painting pretty things, but that's really not at all what it is. And there's is. so much crossover, too, into, like, like, color theories about how you see colors, and, like, the chemistry that goes into different things and right. like the geometry that goes into woodwork and like there's so many other areas that we need to know about. There's so much to understand and and then you make art about logical conceptual ideas that require so much thinking. And research. And complicated. Research, yes. They make us do a lot of research. Yes, yes, there's so much research involved in every single project. Um, but with that, with that chaotic ending to the conversation, thank you guys so much. Uh, thank you for having us. Yeah. Yes. I think your mom should be <laughs> the title of the podcast. Um, so just putting that out there. Your mom signing off. Thanks again for listening. If you liked what you heard, give me a follow and be back for my next conversation. See ya.